0: So we've been looking at the seven things Mary did right that most Christians are doing wrong. Father, let your word have impact. Bless your people like never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. So far we have looked at three and today we'll look at the fourth one and I'll try and conclude next week. Our anchor scripture is Luke chapter 20, chapter 1, Verse 26 to 46. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Amen. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You are found favor with God and you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over Jacob's inheritance, Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. Okay, his kingdom will never end. How will this be? This is where we are going to talk about today. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Mosai will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to to have a child in her old age. And she who was once said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. No word from God will ever fail. The word of God will never fail you. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby lived in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed the Lord, who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in my God, my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. May generations call you blessed. Okay, so quickly, I have already shared that Mary was at the right place. And then number two, I have shared that Mary was the right person. And last Sunday, I shared that Mary was the right person. Today, I want to share with you a very important topic. Mary asked the right question. 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 question. How will this be? Mary asked the angel. How would this be? Mary asked the angel. Now, if Mary had just ended here, how would this be? It would have been a wrong question. Because Mary would have been questioning God's capacity to fulfill his promises. Would have been questioning God's ability to be able to do the impossible. Now, most of all, we end here when God is, God is telling us He's going to do things in our lives, we will normally question God, "How will this be?" But we don't go a step further. Mary's question was two questions were two questions in one. How will this be?" Mary asked the angel, "Since I am a virgin, since I am a virgin." So, Mary was not questioning God's ability. She was highlighting her inability. Are you here? She was highlighting her inability. Most of the times when God says the things he wants to do with our lives, we leave us and we question God. You know sometimes when we are going through difficulties, we question God like have been in this church for a long time, and i 'm not married. why have I not married? Why am I not married? You see, you are questioning the integrity of God. I have prayed i haven 't seen anything. You are saying that you have prayed and you haven 't seen anything. Who should let you see something? God, so you are questioning God. You are questioning God's ability. You are questioning God's capacity. You are questioning God's faithfulness. The whole year, the whole year, I have served God's side in this church. Beginning of the year, I thought that if I serve God, God will bless me. The whole year, I have served God's side. I haven't seen anything. The year is ending. Look at me. Harvest. You see, when you ask those questions, You are questioning the faithfulness of God. You are questioning the integrity of God. As if God gave you a promise and he did not fulfill it. In the case of Mary, Mary said, how can this be? Because I am a virgin. The problem, God, the problem is that I am a virgin. No man has seen me. No man has touched me. So how can I be pregnant? Are you here? I used to pray with a woman in America. We prayed for so many years. The miracle she was looking for was not coming. And at this, you lay hands on them. And the next time, the miracle was there. Now, one day, this woman called me in the new year. They said, Pastor, I am tired. What kind of God is this? He will pray, sir. He will answer you. Is Paul waiting for me to be old before he gives me a husband? I say, Madam, I know why we are, God has not answered us. You are quest- you've been questioning the integrity of God. Out of the abundance of the heart, the man speaks. Let me try to explain something to you. When you become a Christian, when you become born again Christian, please listen You become a candidate for divine assignment. God can use you to do anything, anywhere, when you become a Christian. You become a candidate for major assignment of God. Now, can you imagine this? That God sends an angel to a teenager. To a teenager. God sends an angel. It is believed that Mary was somewhere around 17 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was betrothed. He was engaged at 12. But the angel went to her when she was around 17 years. And the angel was telling, telling Mary that you are going to be pregnant. And God is going to turn himself into flesh. And he's going to take over your womb. And it's going to enter into your womb. This, is, this was supposed to be too much for Mary to handle. But Mary was, a, was from the tribe of Levi. The priesthood tribe. So Mary understood the oppressions of the supernatural. His aunt, her uncle aunt B, her father B, might have gone to the, oh, the, the tent or the temple and might have seen an angel, have seen but I've overheard how the priest talks about the angelic visitation they have had. So the angel appeared to her and told her that God, God himself, God himself is coming to live in your womb and you are going to have a baby. And once the angel was talking, the angel never made any mention of Joseph, her husband. So Mary said, God, do you know, angel, do you know who we are talking to? I am a virgin. How can this be? I am a virgin. Because she asked the right question. She got the right answer. And the answer, the answer here is mind-blowing. Now, listen, let me tell you something There are people sitting here that if God is not even going to use your biological womb, God wants to use your spiritual womb. There is something that God wants to bring to this earth through you. There is a company. There is a church. There is an organization that God wants to bring to this earth through you. Are you here with me? And, and by now, you see, I am I'm your, I'm your angel this morning. I am your angel this morning. I am your angel Gabriel. I have been sent here to tell you that God wants to bring something out of you this year. You must give birth to something. You must give birth to something. You must be pregnant with something something bigger than you something bigger than anything that has ever existed in your life or in your family god doesn't give you assignments you can do he gives you assignments you cannot do so that he would do it through you are you here there is nothing i have done that I have had a previous experience of that or have been educated in that. I have just seen God asking me to do a very unusual things and he himself coming and taking over and doing it himself. So I see people here. The same way the angel went to Mary, God today has sent me to you as an angel. And I'm telling you that you are about to conceive something. Let let those 10 people who said amen receive it. Let the believers who said amen receive it. You are about to receive something. Something is about to be deposited in your spirit. Now, look at the, the answer the angel gave. And that's what our sermon is. Look at the answer the angel gave. Normally, if you ask the question, we are talking about pregnancy, and you ask the question, how would this be? I'm a virgin. The angel should have said, oh, we are going to give you a man to break your virginity. You are going to have sex and you give birth. The angel just changed the conversation. Moved Mary from the natural to the supernatural. The, The angel just said, you see, God's assignment is not done naturally. It's done supernaturally. Are you here? When if God wants you to do something, He will supernaturally enable you to do it. The Christian life is not a natural life. It is a supernatural life. That's why God gave us the Holy Spirit. So that what we cannot do naturally, the Holy Spirit can do through us supernaturally. And yet get a natural result. Are you here with me? Naturally, there will not be any child that married a virgin without given birth. Her boyfriend was a carpenter. And there was no plan that they were going to get married anytime. He had engaged Mary for five years. And there was no plan. Some of you have some fiancés who have been dating you for 12 years. 12 years! 12 years! And there is no date for marriage. And you are still dating. Do, do you know why the guys who are dating you are not marrying you? Because you are not doing dating, you are doing mating. Yeah, he's sleeping with you, so he won't marry you. So Mary had been in this relationship for five years, and this man Joseph had no plan of marrying now. So an angel comes and says, listen, let me pick this story from the natural to the supernatural. God said, I just want to borrow your womb. I want to come to this earth and I want to borrow your womb. Okay? Like God said, God said, came to me, and he said, "Look, it's your friend. your There's a man called James Watching. I have an assignment for him. But you will need a church that can groom him for that assignment. So, can I borrow your womb to give birth to Pleasant Place Church? Awesome. You, you, you get it? Can I borrow your womb so that James Wachi will sit under you? Um, Ita Obamio will sit under you? Akoto will sit under you? Iwundo will sit under you? Laura will sit under you? Uh, Elizabeth will sit under you? Are, are you here with me? I just, I just want to borrow your womb. So God borrowed my womb and gave birth to the Pleasant Place Church. God said, "Um, can I borrow your womb to give birth to a craft business school? Because there will be a lot of people that I have to prepare for leadership. And I need a man whose womb can give birth to the next great leader that will change Ghana and Africa. Uh, Are you here? But there are people sitting here right now. God, is, God wants to borrow your womb for something. How many of you are ready for that? Say, Lord, I'm ready. Say, Lord, I am ready. God wants to borrow your womb. He wants to borrow you and choose you to do something beyond your widest imagination. And I want to show you how. I want to show you how. I want to show you a simple key. To allowing God to take over your life. Suspend your projections, Suspend your ambition. Suspend everything around you. And then God will take over you and use you for something beyond your widest imagination. How many of you are ready for that? Now hear this. He said that the angel answered the Holy Spirit will come on you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Holy Spirit will come on you. This is what? That was the answer. You are asking a question, and you're thinking that the, the angel was going to give you the one, two, three keys to do this, the one, two, three keys to success. The 25 laws to prosperity. The, this, 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 no, the, the angel said the Holy Spirit. How can this be? said the Holy Spirit. How can this be? The Holy Spirit. the struggles you are going through is because you are doing it without the Holy Spirit the angel just said the Holy Spirit how can this be the Holy Spirit how can I marry the Holy Spirit how can I prosper the Holy Spirit how can I get healing the Holy Spirit how can my children go to good schools the Holy Spirit How will my husband change? The Holy Spirit. How will my wife be submissive? The Holy Spirit. How can my children be godly? The Holy Spirit. How can I grow in my Christian faith? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Spirit. Nothing but the Holy Spirit. Nothing but the Holy Spirit. Nothing by the Holy Spirit. Nothing by the Holy Spirit. No man doeth these things except God be with him. Nothing by the Holy Spirit. How can this be the Holy Spirit? How can this be the Holy Spirit? Angel, angel, we are talking about sex here. We are talking about a virgin getting pregnant. Why is your answer the Holy Spirit? Now, when most carnal Christians meet spiritual pastors, they don't, they don't like our answers. I was talking to one of the most powerful politicians in this country, very very powerful politician in this country. And he said he was going, when he was going for parliamentary election, that it was very fierce and he was afraid he would lose. So he went to his bishop and said, Papa, pray for me. And then his bishop just laid his sense and said, he told him all the juju people were doing, all the incantations and casting of spells and planting of jujus and all those things in his constituency. And how his own party had broken rounds with him and nothing showed sure he was going to win. So he eventually went for prayers. And then the man of God just kneeled in and said, Father, I release victory for him in Jesus' name. Amen. And then he said, When he was living, he was so hurt. Didn't the man of God didn't he hear what I told him? Why would he just say, I release victory? What kind of prayer is this? He should have been shouting and screaming and binding the devil. But guess what? It was his biggest mansion in victory. He won. And he told me, I was having lunch with him. He said, I respect my bishop. He said, I respect my bishop too much. That's what happened. And then I realized that, uh, there are levels of anointing. There are some small boy pastors who have to pray for three hours before you can see one miracle. But there are some fathers, all they have to do is in the name of Jesus. You you understand? I remember when we used to have T.L. Osborne and Co., coming to Ghana for healing, eh? For healing, cripples and other things. T.L. Osborne would stand up and say, Satan, you know me. I'm the righteousness of God, T.L. Osborne. I command you, leave them alone. And their cripples will start working. Their deaf will start Hey! And then all of us were well, small, small boy bastards We stand there. And then sometimes, not everybody got healing. So those who didn't get healing would we'll decide to heal them. We we'll go and hold their legs. Ayo, 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 ayo. And then once it doesn't happen, we say the healing has begun. May the Lord be with you. It shall be well. So you see, you see, I, I believe that if if you were married, you would have been very disappointed for the angel to tell you. The Holy Spirit. But that statement is more than just a statement. It carries weight. The Holy Spirit. Cast me not away from your presence, O oh Lord. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. This was, this was David saying, that, no, Take everything. I'm a king. Take everything, but don't take the Holy Spirit from me. Don't take the Holy Spirit. Cause David knew that it was the Holy Spirit that enabled him to kill Goliath. It was the Holy Spirit that enabled him to become a king. So David knew something about what the Holy Spirit does. So he said, Lord, no, take everything, but don't take the Holy Spirit. Don't take the Holy Spirit. Don't take the Holy Spirit. I think you need the Holy Spirit. I think you need the Holy Spirit i think someone here needs the holy spirit i think someone needs the holy spirit yes 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 lord pour yourself on us as a church we need the holy spirit let the heavens be opened let the holy spirit be released upon us Hey. You need him. You need him. Jesus said, I have to go. So I send you the comforter. When the Holy Ghost was released, ordinary fishermen became global apostles. The Holy Spirit. You need him. You just need him. You just need him. Can you help me worship here? You just need him. He said, the Holy Spirit. Now, the angel just said, the Holy Spirit. And then Mary, Mary, without having sex, suddenly realizing that her belly started growing. The Holy Spirit. He just said, the Holy Spirit. He said, oh Lord. Why the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit. You need him, you need him. You need the Holy Spirit.
1: Mm. Spirit of the living God. For
0: Wherever you are, lift up your hands. Let's worship with the man of God. Let's worship with the man of God. Let's worship for him.
1: That
0: Let's worship the man of God. Let's Holy Spirit, yes, watching. Watching, this is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here right now. The Holy Spirit is here. Watching, the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is all over here. I see Him here. I see the Holy Spirit here. I see the Holy Spirit here. Wherever you are, receive the Holy Spirit. And some of you will begin to feel a stirring in your belly. And if the Holy Ghost deposited something, put your two hands there. As Father Kevin sings again, your two hands on your belly. So Kevin, can we just speak? Everybody, mark this young man here. You mark him and see what he will become. Oh. oh. is all over you. Wow. Come,
1: Holy Spirit, let, let your fire flow. Now, the word overshadowed here
0: is a Greek word, episkia, episkia, Zone. It means to be enveloped in a haze of brilliancy. I'm going to show you something. So, so, this is an envelope. Okay. I'll show you something. I'll show you. And I want to show you something right now. I want you to leave here with this information. So, this is you. to overshadow means God takes you like this and makes the Holy Spirit like an envelope and puts you in and envelopes you. Are you here? I pray that the Holy Ghost will envelop you. The Holy Spirit will envelop your marriage and envelop your life and envelop your destiny. the Holy Spirit envelopes you, you can become anything. You can do everything and can become anything. When the Holy Spirit envelopes you, you may be unschooled, but you can become president. That was what happened to Peter and his colleagues. One day there was a mighty rushing wind, and fishermen just came out of that meeting. And they could look at the cripple and say, Get up and walk. And they would get up and walk. Peter was so enveloped by the Holy Spirit that anytime Peter was walking, his shadow, people would just put um, sick people there and his shadow would heal them. Peter was so enveloped with the, Paul was so enveloped with the Holy Spirit that anything that touched his clothes could bring you healing. happens physically when the Holy Spirit envelopes you. What people see. What people see when you are enveloped by the Holy Spirit. Then I'll invite you for five minutes prayer, that we close. Okay. What, what you see. What people see. Can, can, can you go to the next slide? Let me show you something. Now, I'm going to show you something. So please don't forget that to be to be, to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit is to be enveloped. And the Greek word translated overshadow here is the word can we go back again? Now, espychiazo means to be enveloped in a haze of brilliance, so like clouds. The Holy Ghost comes like that, and you enter into clouds. And spiritually, there are people here who are in that. And I want to show you what happens when you have that access into the Holy Spirit. Okay? I want to show you. Now, hear this. I'm reading from the Message Bible because it becomes very easy for us to understand. Now, Matthew 17, 1 to 5, from the Message Bible. Now, six days later, three of them saw the glory, saw that glory so Jesus took his disciples somewhere so Jesus took Peter and the brothers James and John and led them up on a high mountain his appearance now Jesus appearance changed from the inside out you see <laughs> the Holy Ghost begins his appearance changed from the inside out now hear this right before their eyes here sunlight 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 poured from his face sunlight poured from his face sunlight so his face started radiating like a sun and they could see him they could see that Jesus' face had become like a sun the sun it might be something supernatural. All these they are telling you that you this lipstick and men like it. They will propose to you. and man like, please forget it. Let the Holy Ghost envelop you, and your face will radiate like a sun.
1: Oh, no,
0: no, no. His clothes were, were filled with light. With light. Then they realized that Moses and Elijah were also there. In deep conversation with him. The Holy Ghost was just doing something so serious. Three men have met to, to talk. And the Holy Ghost had just come to envelop them. And Jesus' face eh, was like shining like this. Because you see, the thing started from the inside out. When the Holy Ghost is doing something, eh, it starts from the inside out. sisters and brothers, we are sick and tired of all these arts, this and we are sick and tired of the carnality in the church. It is time for us to reconnect to the Holy Spirit. The Biblical Christianity, Christianity in the book of Acts, is what we are looking for. Look, Peter broke in when the conversation was going on. Master, this is a great moment. What would you think if I built three memorials here on the mountain? One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was going on like this, bubbling, bubbling, a light radiant, a light radiant cloud enveloped them. A light radiant cloud enveloped their overshadowed. The word that was used, overshadowed. a light radiant enveloped them. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Tell him, Holy Spirit, I need you more than ever. Whatever you did for Mary to conceive and give birth to God himself, let me also conceive something. Let me give birth. And something from deep in the cloud, a voice. This is my son, marked by my Lord. Focus on my, focus of my delight listening to you. When you have this kind of encounters with the Holy Ghost, it is God himself who speaks to people about you. From today, I want you to have this encounter with the Holy Spirit. I want Pastor Kevin to sing of my belly shall flow because the Holy Spirit is like water. The Bible says Jesus said on the last and the greatest day of the feast. Jesus, said what the last voice said is any of you here thirsty? Let him come to me and drink. The Holy Spirit wants to come to you.
1: Rise everyone. Everyone let's close the service. Of oh, my belly Shall flow rewards, rivers of living word, yeah, yeah out of my belly say, out of my belly shall flow.
0: life, Holy Spirit. Take control over us, Holy Spirit. Take control over us, Holy Spirit. Everything. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is that he wants to act for upon you. Lift up your hands and receive it. No stand and receive. It. So that, the words to do here, you need the Holy Spirit. Come here. Everything you are doing the Holy Spirit. Away from the things I've asked him to do. Why is he running away from my relationship with him? Lift him up. I'm putting you on a 10-day fast beginning from tomorrow. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over your life. As the, ri- As the river flows, he begins, begins to bring everything to life. Every